Hey friends, thanks for coming back to the Babyweight Nutritionist Podcast. It's me, Kristen. And that at the time that you were listening to this episode, I just celebrated my 32nd birthday. The big 3-2, <laughs> if that's a thing, the big 3-2. And oh my goodness gracious, I wanted to do an episode that was a little bit different. Like I'm constantly giving you um, tips about nutrition and you know, talking about my clients and how I can help you and all of the things. But today, I just wanted to provide you an episode so you can get to know me a little bit better. So I was trying to like come up with some ideas and I'm like 32. Okay, what can I do that has the number 32 in it? And I was like, cool. Okay, I could do 10 things I love, 10 things I hate, 10 things I... Mm, mm. And then I stopped there. So we're going with 20. <laughs> 20 is a good number too. So here in this episode, we're talking about 10 things I hate and 10 things I love. And no, these are not products. These are just little bits of fun information. So you can get to know me a little bit better as you listen. And um, yeah, just a silly fun episode. I hope you enjoy. This is the Holy Healthy Mama podcast, where moms show up to live their healthiest lives. In season two, we are going to put a hard stop to feeling uncomfortable in your skin for one day or one second longer. If you ask me, God has a beautiful plan for each and every one of us. It's time to lean into that plan, take messy action, and show the heck up for yourself. Oh, and who am I? I'm Kristen Noriega, your host, registered dietitian nutritionist, mom weight loss expert, military spouse, and mom of three. Let's do this, friend. All right, as always, before we get to the actual content, I'm just going to let you know that you can grab your baby weight starter kit via the link in the show notes below. That starter kit has, it's a five-day challenge to take you down the path towards food freedom. So if you sign up, you put your email in, I am not going to bombard you with 100 emails. I'm not going to <laughs> spam you. You'll get a weekly email from me. You'll get the starter kit and a couple more here and there. I don't have the time of day to <laughs> spam you with emails. So just don't even expect that. Expect legit a sweet PDF that's going to be a five-day challenge to take you from maybe feeling stuck, from not knowing where to start, not knowing how to find food freedom, to a place where, huh, you got a solid start. And hmm, some of these things make a lot of sense and seem to be something you could do for a long time. So that baby weight starter kit is in the link below. Grab it, put your email in, your first name, and you will get it almost instantly in your email. Okay, so let's get to this list. We're going to start with the things that I hate. I hate these things. <laughs> Hate's a strong word, right? So number one would be cats. <laughs> if you're a cat person, I apologize. Kind of. I am not a cat person. I do not like them. And the last time I tried to interact with the cat, it bit me. So no, just no, I don't like him. <laughs> Number two, things like things around my house, just things like 
I don't want things. I don't want stuff everywhere. I don't want visual clutter. I don't want so many toys bursting out of our cabinets. I don't want, you know, things falling on my toes when I open cabinets and my closet or my garage just bursting. I hate things and I'm constantly trying to declutter and get rid of things, whether that's through donation or selling it on Facebook Marketplace or whatever it is. So with that, I also try to bring in less things. It's tough. It's very tough. Counterculture right here. (laughs) Number three, you know what I hate? I hate that quinoa hurts my stomach. I hate it. I like quinoa and I love how nutritionally dense it is. It has so much protein, so much fiber, nutrients, everything. It's like a perfect non-meat protein and I can't eat it. I get the worst stomach pains and it's a, it's a thing. Like it's, there's a compound in the quinoa that just affects some people and yeah, that's me. And I hate that because, oh, it's so good. If you've never tried quinoa, go try it. Okay, let's see. Number four, you know what I hate? Losing my patience. Like, I don't hate the things that make me lose my patience. Because, you know, generally that's like my kids. (laughs) But I hate when I do lose my patience. And then I feel guilty about it afterwards. You know what I mean? Come on, moms. You know what I mean? I hate that feeling of, I just yelled at my kids, I just, you know, screamed, I just, you know, snapped at my husband or my dog or whatever it is. I hate that feeling afterwards. I hate it so much. And there's tons of resources to help get you through that, get me through that. And I'm constantly trying to work on it and constantly trying to pray through it and improve myself. And oh my gosh, I'm, you know, six years into this mothering thing, nine years into marriage, and it's still something I have to constantly work on. Constantly. Not losing my patience and not yelling. Whew, it's tough. Okay, a little bit lighter here. Number five, you know what I hate? (laughs) I hate when I'm having a conversation with somebody and they're checking their phone. Oh, I can't stand that. Anybody else? I try so hard not to do it. And you know, I'm probably not perfect at it. And sometimes it happens and I do it to somebody else or whatever. But there's some people where that's just their go-to. They're constantly looking at their phone while they're talking to you. And it's like, should I come back? Is there ever a time that I could come back? (laughs) You know what I mean. All right, number six. I hate sweat. (laughs) I have always been a sweaty person and it is gross and embarrassing and nasty and I hate it. Oh my goodness. I'm not even going to go into details. I'm leaving it at that. (laughs) Number seven. I really dislike crushed goldfish or crushed Cheerios. Oh my gosh. Like think of like the car in the seat of your kids, like your car, the car seats, all the crushed crumbs. Or when someone accidentally spilled the Cheerios and then didn't pick them all up. And now there's like five crushed Cheerios on the floor. Yep. All the powder, all the crumbs. Got to pick it up. 
I don't like that. <laughs> Number eight, bees and wasps. They can go together. One and the same, bees and wasps. And <laughs> I don't know where this deep, like, I don't know. I, wanna, I don't want to say it's like a phobia. It's not a, it's just a fear. They just kind of make me scream and kind of make me squirm. <laughs> but I'm trying to get through it because like as I'm, you know, this summer, one of the units I did with my kids for our homeschool was about bees. And we learned that there's only two types that sting and there's hundreds of other types and all of these things. And it's like, so the odds of it actually being a bee that stings are very slim, but it still scares the life out of me. (laughs) Wasps are a different story. Maybe it all started when I had a wasp fly up my shorts and sting my butt like seven times. Hmm, that could have been it. (laughs) Okay, number nine. I really hate the chunks of fat that come on meat. You know how there's like marbled meat or like the half inch thick strip of fat on you know, your steak or your pork chop or whatever it is. My whole life, I have always hated that. And it's, I can distinctly remember many, many meals of my childhood where my dad would say, just eat it. It's fine. I hated it. I don't like the way it chews. I don't like the way it tastes. I don't like the way it swallows. I don't like any of that. It's so gross. And now as an adult woman who is 32 years old, I have my husband who says, just eat it. <laughs> like, I don't like it. And it's not even, I mean, it's, you sh- probably shouldn't eat that part because that's the saturated fat part that is linked to heart disease. But that's not even my reason. I just don't like it. I hate it. (laughs) All right, number 10. This one's kind of weird. This is a weird one, and it might be unique only to me. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, So I have a dog. He's a beagle. His name is Earl, and he's so high maintenance, and he was my first baby. (laughs) He's two years older than my first son. And I am slightly allergic to him. And here's the the part that I'm getting to. Getting to the point here. If I hold him or brush my leg up against him in just the right way, or just the wrong way, I should say, some of his hairs get stuck into my arm. And that's so weird. I, like, please tell me I'm not alone in this. Sometimes they'll get stuck into my arm or my leg or my foot. And I have an allergic reaction to that. And so it's like, like a tiny little needle that causes an allergic reaction so like it just starts to itch and itch and swells up and I can't even like see the tiny little hair and I have to like I go into panic mode and I'm like what's happening what's happening and I'm like oh this dog hair and I gotta get the tweezers get a flashlight find it and get it out it's whack let me tell you (laughs) it is wiggity whack I went there (laughs) 32. It's it's okay if I'm not that cool. <laughs> okay, so those are the 10 things I hate. Moving to the 10 things I love, which is like, I don't know, I tried not to get too sappy. I tried to, I don't know, whatever. You guys, this is just so you get to know me a little bit better. 10 things I love. Tickle fights with my kids. Oh my goodness, they're the best. Until they take it too far, you know, but it's all right. Tickle fights are so much fun. Uh, number two, delicious lattes. 
half sweetened. That's my thing. Go back and listen to that PSL pumpkin spice latte what to order at Starbucks episode. You're going to understand. Half sweet, delicious lattes, preferably from somewhere like a local coffee shop. But even heck, the ones that I make or Starbucks, they're cool too. I actually made one for this episode so that I could, I don't know, sound exciting, (laughs) have a little energy. (laughs) Okay, number three, I really like minimalist decor and minimalism. And I find a lot of joy in just like decorating my house in a minimalist way. So I already told you, like, I don't like things, but I like the aesthetic that minimalism has um, in a, a lot of, oh, I don't think I'm doing it justice here, but like cozy minimalism. That's even a book with the nester with Michael and Smith. I've talked about her before, but cozy minimalism where you only have the things that you really need but it it's not cold and it's not um it doesn't feel stale it feels like comfortable and there's not a lot of that visual clutter and yeah okay I'm gonna drop it because I don't even have the terminology there to adequately describe it and I am not an interior designer even though one summer I got to help one of my aunts who is an interior designer And I thought it was a blast. That was a summer job. High school summer job. (laughs) Number four. I really like this one. Okay. So, number four. People who genuinely care about the conversation they're having with you. The people who get so immersed in the conversation and are really good at asking back the right questions. And, you know pulling from their experiences and just like in the really good conversationalists I can think of my (laughs) my uh, sister's husband's parents or specifically his dad so that's quite a stretch Uh, family if you need clarification on that I'll tell you who it is (laughs) but this guy this man he can sit down with you and just be enthralled in what you have to say and can give it back and just get, keep this conversation going. Whereas, with, you know, with some people, it's like so hard to even talk for two minutes. It's like painful. So I don't know. There's a lot of people like that who just genuinely care about the conversation and try to connect with you. And I love it. I love those people. I try to be that person and I don't know if I am, but I love it so much. Okay, number five, number five. I love Friday phone calls with one of my sisters. So she comes home from work on Fridays and calls me and we chat for like 30 minutes. I also love all phone calls with all of my other family members, but that one specific one, that's how we're staying connected. And it's just something that we each look forward to every week. And it's like, hey, here we go. What's going on? And I don't know. That's just great. I highly encourage having that scheduled conversation with somebody in your life, with your mom, sister, aunt, whoever it is. But yeah, all conversations with my family are very much appreciated and loved as well. Okay, number six. Ooh, so this is new. Bible journaling. So I have been on this personal growth journey over the last 
I don't know, I mean, you could say my whole life, but really like the last year, I've really, really just found this connection with God and realized that he is there listening to me more in in a really personal way. And so I've tried to get into my Bible and tried to read it and, you know, it's, it can feel intimidating and, um, it used to feel intimidating, I should say. And then I just kept going and I kept going and I kept going and realized that I, I found permission. I literally found permission on Pinterest. Sounds whack. Again, going to use the word whack. Sounds silly. But I found permission to basically just go to town and write notes and highlight and circle and point with arrows and draw and tape in pieces of paper so that I can have notes in there and write dates down and write the things that I'm praying about and why that's important to me, why I highlighted it. Like, um, it's actually been about two years. So when I first was like, okay, I'm going to read my Bible every day, I was afraid to write in it. I was afraid to mess it up, afraid to, you know, I didn't know how to do it. And I would like kind of underline something or asterisk it. And then when I go back to it later, it's like, why was that speaking to me? Now, in my Bible journaling, I have a note there and it's like, you know, this is what I was praying about on this date and here's what I got from it. And then I can even follow up and say, this prayer was answered. And it's just, it's really fun. Um, To get kind of started, you could look at, it's called like Bible wrecking. I'm not quite that extreme like I don't know Pinterest it Bible wrecking Bible journaling get started get in there just go to town okay number seven laughing (laughs) I love laughing I love when I hear my kids laugh I love when I hear other people laugh I love that my husband makes us laugh. Laughter is like the key to my heart. Uh, My best friend and I for my whole life, um, we just have always laughed. That's just what we do. That's how we became friends, just laughing at each other. And we laugh about that story still. And like, I don't know, just, I, I love, love, love laughing. In particular, when you la- when I laugh so hard, my cheeks hurt. <laughs> okay, number eight, number eight. I love that I married my high school sweetheart. Yeah pretty cool nobody thought we'd make it just gonna say it and we we're here we have 3.75 kids and have been married nine years and yeah here we are I love that I married that guy that kid from back then (laughs) okay number nine I love this I, I don't mean this to be cheesy but like Seriously, I love working with moms in the baby weight program. And I love the light bulb moments, the transformations, the ahas, the permission to do it imperfectly. I love getting to know all of the women I have had the opportunity to work with, knowing, you know, how many kids they have, what they do, the exercise they like, the foods they don't like. I I love it. And I really feel like it's where I'm meant to be in like the 
education and counseling side of nutrition things where I get to treat these humans as humans, not as a number, not as, you know, a person who was assigned to me for the day at the hospital. It's it's all about creating the connections and just really helping these moms figure out being a small part of helping them figure out who they are and where they want to go. It's amazing. I love it. I'm so, so dang blessed to have that opportunity. All right. Last one. Number 10. Probably the lightest one of them all. (laughs) I love having plants around my house. (laughs) Okay. That totally was like a coronavirus thing where I was like, you know what? I can't go anywhere. So I'm going to raise plants. Why not? And I've done a good job, I would say. I'm pretty proud of it. I used to just kill all the plants and severely overwater them. Now I now I know that was my mistake. And I'm doing a good job and have plants in every single room. And it just brings in a little bit of fresh oxygen, a little bit of life, and a little bit of God's love. And, you know, get to do it and teach my kids about it. And it's just fun. Fun, fun, fun. Good hobby to have. And specifically, I'm going to clarify. I mean, indoor plants. In outdoor garden, we're not going there. Indoor plants. (laughs) All right, guys. This was just a fun little episode. I hope it wasn't too long and drawn out for you. It was fun for me to create this list and kind of insightful, kind of fun. I'm going to make my husband listen to this. (laughs) He knows all of these, but. I don't know. It's just fun. I had a hoping because my, as I'm recording this, my birthday is not here yet, but I'm hoping it's a good one. I already know that I have been gifted a massage and I cannot wait. Oh my word. I'm recording this on the floor of my closet because it's the quietest place in my whole house, you know, and my back is killing me. So tbd how that massage goes but hope it's good and i um just thank you for listening to this i really hope that you have left a review so if you haven't left a review yet open up your phone right now whatever you're doing just like if you're on apple itunes um that podcast app you can it's so easy you just hit tap write a review put something positive give it five stars and that's it you can use your real name. You can use a fake name. I don't ever have to know it's you, but it really helps the podcast grow and I would really appreciate it. All right, friends, take care.